0: Hello, and welcome to FSU Conversation, where we highlight FSU's School of Communication, its students, alumni, and happening in the industry. I'm your host, Mary Sylvia Hinnett, and I'm a graduate student majoring in Media Communication Studies, and a Director's Ambassador for the School of Communication. Today, we are breaking tradition, as we are honored to be joined by Florida State University's president, President Richard McCullough. President McCullough, you bring more than 30 years of academic research and leadership experience You previously served as vice provost for research and professors of material science and engineering at Harvard University. And now you are Florida State's 16th president. Let me just say we are so honored to have you as a guest today. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. It's good to see you. (laughs) Yes, it's so good to see you too. So President McCullough, you just started at FSU, so not many people really know who you are yet. Would you mind giving your listeners an elevator pitch on who you are and what you do?
1: Well, I was uh, born in Mesquite, Texas. Uh, It's a suburb of Dallas. I was, you know, had a group of pretty modest means. Uh, No one in my family had ever been to college uh, before. Uh, My father was a a salesman. My mother was a receptionist. You know, I tended to do pretty well in school and um, i you know, didn't really do any homework in high school, I did it all in my classes and stuff. So I was, I knew I was pretty smart. Um, And I thought that, you know, one of the things I wanted to do was to go to college so that I wouldn't have, um, you know, the same sort of hard uh, scribble life that my uh, parents had. And so I went to community college uh, at Eastfield Community College for three years, I worked my way through school, I had to pay for my own tuition and everything. And then went to University of Texas at Dallas and got a chemistry degree. And worked for an advisor who went to Johns Hopkins University. and and so I applied to some graduate schools and went to went to Johns Hopkins. That was a big thing because I was sort of not only the first person to go to college in my family, but the first person in my entire extended family that had left the sort of Dallas Fort Worth uh, metroplex area. So that was quite a journey uh, for us, for me to move to Baltimore. Uh, and then I was a first-year graduate student, and uh, during that time, I, uh, in, I was in the same entering class as my wife, uh, Jay Vardikar, and so um, after, you know, uh, long, long, long months of trying to uh, get her to uh, go out with me, uh, eventually we uh, got together, and uh, and she's been my partner uh, ever since. Um, we went to, I went to, to Columbia, and then um After that to do a postdoc and then I was at Carnegie Mellon University, uh, where I was an assistant professor and became the Lord Professor of Chemistry and then was department head dean, vice president for research and then recruited to Harvard, and then to uh, Florida State University so first generation student worked my way through college was a a materials chemist and uh, did a lot of research on materials chemistry but. Uh, got uh, sort of recruited to be the department head uh, by uh, my one of my mentors, Susan Henry, who was the dean at the time, and uh, to go into administration. And I found that I was pretty good at it, so I sort of stayed that course um, for many years now.
0: So awesome! So, how would you say your transition from Harvard to Florida State has been?
1: It's been great. Uh, I mean, first of all, the the people here are super friendly and and welcoming, and it's, the you know, people talk about the sort of family atmosphere of uh, Florida State University, and it's just absolutely true. I mean, the people of Tallahassee and Florida State have just been so welcoming to JNI, and we're just so grateful to be here. The, the university is beautiful, and uh, people seem to really love it here, and uh, again, we feel like we've been, you know, welcomed into a family that pre-existed and uh, have been accepted and, and supported. So uh, we're really happy to be here. The transition's been, you know, uh, pretty busy because we came in, you know, right at football season and, uh, and everybody has their events around football games. And so uh, the weekends are pretty, pretty jam-packed uh, with lots of activity, which has been really great and a lot of fun. And I think that's where uh, you and I met the first time, was at the President's yes. Box uh, at a football game.
0: <laughs> that is. Well, I'm so happy that you've been having a great transition. I know the weather's a little different, but Florida State's definitely very happy to have you.
1: Oh, uh, the weather is, uh, is definitely one of the most awesome parts. Uh, Every day I look to see what the temperature is in Cambridge and and get very happy that it doesn't warm up to 73 like it it does here.
0: So it's really funny that you say that because every person I know from the north, they always say that when they come to Florida, they like to check the weather back home just to see the difference.
1: Oh, yeah. Makes you feel good about where you're living.
0: (laughs) Definitely. So has there been a time in your career when crisis communications or strategic communication skills came in handy?
1: Yeah, most of the examples that I could bring up in, in, in this case uh, are very specific and probably not things that I should, you know, really go into detail about. But clearly in these jobs, there's, um, you know, there's often uh, something that happens that, uh, that requires, you know, you to really be able to handle uh, crisis communications. Um, I mean, when the pandemic hit, for example, we had to we had to close down all the labs at Harvard and being, you know, overseeing research, you know, you had to do that in the right way. And then we had to bring the research labs back up, you know, first at 25%, then 50%. And I was managing all of that, you know, as things changed and, you know, there's a lot of constituencies to deal with, uh, trying to make sure all of that is managed with health and safety first but also you know trying to make sure that you communicate very well with you know all the different constituencies because often you know sometimes the state would make a decision and we wouldn't be you know ready to to implement what the state wanted us to do and boy that just caused a lot of anxiety and and uh, so managing those kinds of situations by you know, basically being honest and and forthright and telling people the way it is and 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 letting them know that you're working hard on their behalf, but not you know, not making sure that they understand that you have their best interests at heart. But sometimes it's just difficult to to get things done, or you know, there's other uh, people you have to sort of. Work with to be able to accomplish what you're trying to get accomplished. So, I've always found that you know just being really open and, and transparent with all of all of our constituencies, and that's the way I'm approaching my presidency here. So far, so good. I mean, you can't always tell everybody every single detail about every little insider thing that's going on, but to give them the big picture, I think is important.
0: No, I definitely agree. One thing that they teach us in the College of Communications is transparency is key because you never, ever want to lie because once you get caught, it is not good from there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So switching gears a little, um, how would you say you are actively trying to change the university or what changes are you currently making?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, one of the things that, that we've been saying Um, a lot lately, I've been saying, and Jay's been saying, is that we want to make changes to Florida State University without changing Florida State University. And so I think that's a a key issue for us. So as we, you know, one thing, you know, to promote uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, for example, acting on the task force on anti-racism, Uh, for example, to improve our approaches to diversity, equity, inclusion will be important in putting resources toward that, talking with the constituencies going forward, making sure that we're all, you know, again, that people know that we're, you know, we're trying to make some changes and make progress, but, you know, things don't happen overnight, you know, and it takes some time. Working very hard to try to, Increase the number of tenure track faculty members and resources to the faculty as we make our uh, next go at uh, rise, rising in the rankings uh, will be important, and just meeting with lots and lots of people trying to establish um, you know the leadership team here. We're you know looking for a new provost, a new vice president for research uh, are two examples uh, trying to build the team. So. In the end, there'll be a number of changes to the leadership team, including deans and et cetera. And uh, but again, it's uh, bringing in the people that are part of the team that I want to work with uh, to help you know build upon the foundation of excellence at Florida State University.
0: Definitely. So, what is one main goal that you have for FSU that you hope to achieve at least in your first year?
1: Oh, one goal. Well, (laughs) one goal is not going to be a question I'm going to (laughs) answer. I can tell you that. Um, Well, I just uh, wrote my 10 goals. uh, Okay,
0: perfect. For
1: for the board. uh, And, uh, and, you know, and that includes a lot of different things, you know, uh, uh, improving entrepreneurship at the university, uh, continuing to support student success, Making investments in things like our Presidential Scholars Program, CARE Program, Unconquered Scholars Program, our advising system on the student success. Creating a policy for entrepreneurship to make sure that we encourage students and faculty to start companies. Investing in new research initiatives that will help us to increase our research funding. Supporting, as I said, the faculty faculty resources. You know, working on all the metrics that it takes to to help us with our rise in rankings, not only U.S. News and World Report, but international rankings mm-hmm. are some of the examples of, of goals that I have set, you know, supporting uh, and helping to uh, raise more money for the university, both for athletics and for academic programs. Yeah, no, there's a uh, I don't know which ones I left out. Uh, one was and diversity, equity, inclusion was one of those. So, so yeah, I'm working on all of those things all at the same time. The hardest part is I can't get them done in, in two weeks, so yeah. some, but uh, I'm, I'm on it.
0: That's awesome. That's a great list. I really like the entrepreneurship one. So what advice do you have for FSU students to make the most of their time while they're here?
1: I think uh, just to get involved. It's an awesome place and there's a lot of uh, opportunities here to not only study hard and learn things and get to know your professors and, you know, get involved in, uh, in various student groups and uh, balance your, your opportunities to enjoy yourself. This is a very special time in your life. I mean, you're only, you're only going to be an undergraduate one time. Graduate school is also great too, but it, it's different than being an undergraduate. And so, you know, uh, have fun, not too much. Just take advantage of opportunities that you have and try to get involved. The friendships that you'll make here will be, you know, people that will be your friends for life. I have friends from college that I don't see them for four or five years. And when we get together, it's just like we, we just pick up where we left off. And so, you know, those are the kinds of things that make a huge difference in your life. I think making sure that you have um, groups of people that you can study with and, you know, friend groups end up being great mentors and can help you through. If you're in trouble academically, uh, reach out. We're here to help you. Uh, If you're having trouble financially, reach out. We're here to help you. Yeah, we just want to make sure that everybody has a great time and and gets out of the university with what they can.
0: Definitely. I love that answer. Just so we can get to know you a little bit more, what would you say you like to do in your free time? Do you like cooking, reading, listening to music, anything like that?
1: Yeah, free time. Well, I love music. I very much like music. I listen to a lot of music. I like all different genres of music. You know, I might listen to, uh, you know, pretty hard rock one day and classical rock the next day. I might listen to classical one day. I might listen to jazz another day. I like hip hop. I like, I listen to that sometimes. And uh, I don't listen to a lot of country music, but I I like uh, Margot Price uh, and sort of Dixie Chicks, that sort of type stuff with country, but not a lot of country. So, yeah, I just like uh, uh, blues. I really like blues as well. So I I listen to a lot of music. Uh, I don't have as much time to listen to music. So mainly just when I'm working out or sometimes when I'm walking the dog in the morning. So I do I do like music. I'm trying to learn how to play the guitar during COVID. So I learned some of the simple chords and I can play you know, a few simple songs, but uh, and I have more guitars than I have talent to play the guitars, but uh, but I'm trying to learn how to do that. I play a little bit of piano. I, I know how to play the chords and can play, you know, easy songs, you know, like Let It Be or whatever. So I do I do really enjoy uh, music uh, and art. But since I've been here, we really haven't had a lot of time to, to do. I, I love golf, but I haven't played in probably three, three years or more probably five years at this point. Yeah, I, I, I love the outdoors. I read voraciously, but I uh, haven't had much of a chance to read any, any novels. I do like spy novels and crime noir, like Michael Connolly and people like that. So I usually when I'm traveling, I like to, I usually pick up a book at the airport and read it. So, uh, but yeah, I don't have a ton of time to, um, to take up sort of significant hobbies and that's kind of, it's kind of been that way uh, for a while.
0: Definitely. I can see that. You have a very busy job, but I do have to ask you, which is a terrible on the spot question. What is your go-to workout song?
1: Oh, <laughs> um, I like, I like Tool. Okay. Uh, which is a, a heavy metal or heavy rock band. Uh, the reason I like Tool is because the songs are really fast and I find that I work out much harder when I listen to that kind of music. So I would say I like some old songs like Gr- The Grudge and, you know, these are songs you probably don't know much of, um and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. I've been listening to Tool for many, many years and I find it really great to work out to uh, Metallica, stuff like that. So I, I usually listen to pretty fast um, heavy metal when I'm working out because I find out I work out. Like you, you can't really listen to, you know, I love Cheryl Crow, for example, and I love Nirvana, but I you know, you can't I can't work out to that slow, you know, kind of kind of stuff or hip hop. You can't really, it's just too slow.
0: I agree. It has to be fast, especially if you're running. You can't run to something slow and sad.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So
0: so what do you what, do you what do you listen to? <laughs> you listen Ooh, to? that's a toughie. I didn't expect that one. I would say. I listen to this is actually a terrible answer, but they're called, do you know what like mashups are?
1: Uh, yeah, like, I think so.
0: It's like a bunch of different songs randomly really, right. like mixed together. I'll listen to those because I feel like if I listen to one song for too long, there's only certain sections of songs that can really get me like going. Yeah. So I'll either do that. I would say somebody that I've been listening to a lot recently while working out is Abba the Mamma Mia soundtrack uh, yeah oh, I won't go. run to it but I'll definitely like work out to it Gimme Gimme is absolutely number one
1: <laughs> it's so funny how they're sort of having a resurgence did you see how they're going to have a concert where they're going to yes. have holographic images of them and so
0: uh, I probably gonna have to go to one.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do
0: that. So <laughs> All right, I won't keep you too much longer. I ask you a few more questions, but okay. one important one for us is how can the school of communication help you on campus?
1: Oh, that's uh, that's that's a good question. Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, I mean, help getting I think uh, maybe helping us to get the word out about how great Florida State is and uh, through even you know through podcast or you know uh the communications school is uh is good at communications so why don't we take advantage of uh the talent that we have like we should do with the film school to have cool films about fsu that we would put on youtube or send out or you know communication strategies and stuff we have a communications group but you know um you know marketing is something that I want to pay some attention to and try to increase our marketing presence, um, and we've been doing that with emails to presidents, provost, and enrollment counselors, which are the people who uh, grade us on our uh, academic uh, reputation and U.S. News and World Report, and uh, you know, taking out advertisements and you know, like the New York Times and stuff. When uh, our um, latest winner for the MacArthur Genius Award, you know, to say hey. Something's going on at Florida State University. We're a finalist for Student Success Award from the uh, APLU. Mm-hmm. You know, and if and when we win that, which I feel pretty good about, you know, we want to make sure that people know that, you know, we're doing cool stuff and something's going on down here.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now, before I let you go, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners?
1: No, no. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just uh, very happy to be here and uh, I just encourage you know, students uh, in particular, faculty and staff to if you see me walking around or whatever, riding around the golf court, golf cart, and I stop to pick you up to give you a ride. Don't be don't be uh, scared that I'm, uh, you know, uh, doing something that I'm some stranger or something. But <laughs> but, uh, but to you know, say hello, introduce yourself. And uh, uh, there's a lot of people here. So I look forward to getting to know uh, people. So, you know, I mean. Um, you're a good example, you know, I didn't know you, you were in the box, you introduced yourself, we had a, a short conversation, and, uh, and then you asked me to do this, and, and so here we are, and now I feel like I know you much better now you know, than I did before, and so, you know, now you're one more person that I know, you know, and you uh, hit me up on LinkedIn, and, you know, and so, yeah, I just, I just think, uh, I just appreciate all of that.
0: Of course. And if you ever need anything from me or the School of Communication, just know you know where to find us in the stadium. Thank you. Yeah, I know where you are. Of course. Well, President McCullough, thank you so much for taking the time out of your incredibly busy day to talk to us. It has been such an honor and a privilege.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you for asking me. It was uh, was very enjoyable. I look forward to seeing you again.
0: I know. I'll have to stop by one day and just peep my head in. Don't know if that's allowed, but I'm definitely going to (laughs) try.
1: I look look forward to that.
0: (laughs) All right, everyone. This segment is about to come to a close. As always, make sure to follow FSU Conversation on Instagram for more information on future podcast segments and everything else the School of Communication has to offer. So until next time, from all of us here at the FSU School of Communication, be sure to always remember to keep the conversation rolling.